Thank you for selecting this presentation brought to you by the Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center's Media Ministry. Sit back and relax and prepare to hear God's Word. And now here's today's speaker. I heard something to give to you, which was also for me, the husband must be first partaker. The word that I heard was this, peace stealers, peace stealers. Don't let the enemy steal your peace. Peace stealers. Adam and Eve had peace in the garden before they allow the enemy to come in and take it. We could even say they gave it away. Are you with me? There was peace in the garden. And once you have peace, you have to fight to keep peace. And peace is not obtained through compromise. You cannot keep peace by compromising. Some say, well, I'm just trying to keep the peace, so I'm not dealing with it right now. But you know this thing is wrong. You know it is of the devil, and you're not, you're not dealing with it. You're not handling it. The only, sometimes the only way to get peace is to go to war. Are you with me? Sometimes the only way to get peace is through confrontation. That's not one thing that we like. If you have a child in your home and that child refuses to clean the room, that child refuses to clean the room, you can talk to your blue in the face, you can threaten to your blue in the face, but until you confront that child, child, you got to clean your room. And if you don't clean this room, so-and-so and so-and-so is going to happen. As a matter of fact, give me your PlayStation, give me your Xbox, give me your cell phone, and when this room is cleaned up, then you can have it back. And then there's peace in the home. Sometimes peace won't come until you confront the issue. Are you with me, saints of God? It's going to have to come a point where that you will confront the issue. If you're constantly frustrated, we'll deal with some words today. One word we're going to deal with is frustration. We're going to deal with frustration. And there are about 13 peace stealers that we're going to look at. I'm not going to look at all of them. I'll leave some of that to your own personal time and devotion as God deals with you. There are about 13 peace stealers. Now understand, first of all, we have to understand what our, as born-again believers, we have new created spirits. We are new. We are a new creation, right? In other words, God has set us to a, we have a default setting. We have a default setting. Your default setting in life is one of peace. You're supposed to have peace. Your default setting in life is one of love, is one of joy. That is your default setting. Are you with me? That's internally. We understand the next three parts. Next three parts of the fruit of the spirit is what uh, it is long suffering, gentleness and goodness. That is what we share with others. Right. That is our default setting. And toward God, we are meek. Uh, we have temperance, self-control and we have faith. Right. There are three elements of that. But inwardly, let's talk about the inward peace right now, because if you don't have inward peace, you cannot display outward peace. If you're inwardly in torment, are you going to give out is torment? If you're inwardly anger, 
all you can give out is anger. If you're inwardly poisoned, all you can give out is poison. Everything you touch will be will become poisonous. See, you have to clean the inside of the cup first, and then you can dispense things to others. So let's deal with you for a moment. Can we do that? Just for a few minutes, let's deal with you. Because you've got to have the peace. Now, here again, there are default settings. There are default settings. Just like on the computer, we can change the default settings. We can change, and now if the default is uh, 100% or rather 50% red and talking about a computer monitor and a, a uh, RBG monitor, uh, what have you, or CRT monitor, if it has a default setting of 50 on red and 50 points of green and 50 points of blue, factory set it at 50% all the way down. But if you like more, you go changing the dial and you create and you change it to fit your eyes and to fit your perspective on how you like to see it. Well, you know, it may not work good for you, but there's a thing on this that says factory reset. Every, at least everyone I know about has a factory reset. You may mess it up and go all the way and you don't know what you did to the thing. You misaligned it. You changed the colors. You did, you just flip things around. You don't know what you did, but you do have a factory reset that would take it back to the manufacturer's specifications. Are you with me? So sometimes in life, we add a lot of stuff. We add a lot of stuff, and it is the stuff that we have added that creates problems. It ain't, it's not God's stuff. It is our stuff that we put on top of it that creates problems. If God tells you to build a house, build a building in a certain place, and that's all he told you to build the building, but we build the building and then we decide what we're gonna, what use we're gonna make out of it, if that's not in God's plan, you just gave away your peace. Are you with me? Let's look at these peace stealers shortly today. The first peace stealer is called frustration. We'll look at that today very shortly. Frustration. Second peace stealer is called anger. Well, steal your peace. Stealing your peace. Now, we can either say it will steal it or you will give it away. And as you give it away openly, you know, you've just been deceived. All right. Frustration, anger, worry, jealousy, strife, envy, lust is a very good peace stealer. When you desire things that you don't have, that envy, lust, when you desire things that you don't have, when you can no longer be satisfied with what you've got, but you long for something else, that will steal your peace. When you're no longer content where you are, that will steal your peace. I know what I'm talking about. I was content with my television until I went to Circuit City and I saw another. Are you with me? I was content with my DVD until I saw Blu-ray. I was content with one sound system until I heard another sound system. And when we're no longer content and we begin to reach after something else, we begin to lose our peace. So I don't know about y'all. When I see these things that I desire, I have to learn to control my emotions and say, not yet. I will wait upon my appointed time. Not yet. 
Are you with me? You go into a furniture store. You sit down on a nice leather sofa. Oh, it feels so good. And you want to take it home. Not yet. I will not allow this leather sofa to steal my peace. You go into a bed store and you lay down on this bed. And you know how your bed feels. You lay down on it and you go, oh, this feels so good. Get up and say, not yet. There will be an appointed time. Are you with me? Don't let it steal your peace. Don't let that desire, that strong desire for something else steal or take away the peace that you have. Because until you saw it, until you felt it, you were fine. Are you with me? Selfishness, number eight, will also steal your peace. We'll talk about that later on, Lord willing. Unrepented sin, of course, will steal your peace. When you know you're wrong, you know you're doing wrong, you know you're not living the way God says you should live, you can't have peace. Number 10, failure to follow the will of God. When you're following another path, you can't have peace. Number 12, lack of faith or trust in God. When you lack faith or trust in God, When you've lost your faith, lost your trust in God, frustration will come in. Thirteen, being out of sync with God's timing will also cause frustration. Now, all these are frustration or all these are peace stealers, but most of the things we'll see here actually all cause frustration. Especially that last one being out of sync with God's timing. You think it should happen now, but it's not happening now. You think it should be bigger. You think it should be better. I thought when I was in high school, Brother Charles, let me talk to you. When I was in high school, I said within myself, by 25, I'm going to be a millionaire. I guess I'm still waiting on 25 to get here. Are you with me? I had a plan. Needless to say, that plan didn't work out too well. But that was my thinking at that time. The Lord had another plan for me. He had another another direction for me to go in. I thought I was going to go in the military. I was in the ROTC program at our high school, and I did very well. Top, 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 top honors, state honors, and all this other stuff. I was military bound. But that wasn't God's plan for me. Are you with me? Let's talk about frustration. The first key, the first one of the peace stealers. Let's talk about that one directly. Frustration. What is frustration? Frustration, of course, is the act of frustrating or an instance of being frustrated. Okay, great. Well, what does frustrate mean? Let's talk about that. To prevent from accomplishing a purpose or fulfilling a desire to thwart. When frustration comes in, now understand, we know our default position. Our default position is one of peace, is settled, love, joy. Now, this is talking about the inwardly. Our default position is peace, love, joy. When we no longer have peace, we have allowed something to come in, or we've given something away when we no longer have peace. If inwardly now you no longer have peace, that means that we've allowed something to enter in 
or we've given something away. Because your default position is one of peace. If you look inwardly, now if you're born again believe, if you are a Christian, now this does not work for the world, for those that are unregenerated, for those that are not born again, for those that are not renewed, this is the default position for Christians. We have been factory reset. Are you with me, everybody? By the factory, by the father, born again. So if we look inside and we don't have peace, something's wrong. If you look inside and you don't have love, something's wrong. If you look inside now and there's no joy, something's wrong. You have changed a setting somewhere on the inside of you. You've changed a setting. And you're right now traveling outside of factory presets. And you're wondering why things are bumpy, why there's a lot of shaking in the car. You've changed the settings. You put tires on that car that the manufacturer said ought not to be on that car, but you thought it was cute. You've changed settings. And now you've gone outside of manufacturer's specifications and you're having problems. It just won't stop like it used to stop. Well, you took out manufacturer's brakes and you picked up some platinum gold chrome brakes that you thought would look good. And now you can't stop. We followed after our own lust and passions. We got something that was not intended. Now, there is a such thing as factory upgrades, things that the factory or the manufacturer says is good for this vehicle and for a price you can get it and if you get an alt now don't get a backyard uncle bud uncle june bug and all his partners they're not certified they're not properly trained don't go and buy a thousand dollar factory part and have them to put it in under their tree. You know Uncle Bud. Don't do that. You spend that money, you pay the price for the part, then you ought to take that thing to a factory, uh, to a manufacturer's authorized dealer, right? To a dealer who has trained technicians to put that part in your car. Now, God will give you upgrades. When you're born again, we got a certain we have a certain template. We have a certain specification. We have a, we have a plateau. If we want to get upgraded, then we have to go back to the manufacturer, the father, and seek him for the upgrades, seek him for more anointing, seek him for more power, seek him for his glory. And he will give you those upgrades. He'll send you to someone who is an authorized dealer and they'll lay hands on you. And when they let you down from that uh, airlift and you stand up, whoo, walk out. Whoo, I feel good now. Are you with me? Factory upgrades. Not just the norm, not just the usual, but you've been upgraded by factory. Are you with me, everybody? First church, you hear this again. Frustration is to prevent from accomplishing a purpose or fulfilling a desire. It is impossible to be frustrated when you don't have a vision. Frustration only comes in 
when you have a vision. You can't get frustrated if you don't have a vision, if you don't have a purpose, and if you're not working on it. You can only get frustrated when you're trying to accomplish something. Frustration comes in when you are trying to accomplish something without God. Let me break that down very clearly in the last five or so minutes of this message. Frustration comes in for all of you that have ears to hear. I pray that you're here today. Frustration steps in to let you know it is an indicator that you have left God or that God has left the scene. When you work with God or God works with you to pick out individual parts, you're building a house, you're putting a puzzle together, and, he, and, he, and hand in hand, he picks your hand up and, he, and you and the two of you together, the two of you together pick up the piece. You're working with God. You're working in tandem with God. And he's telling you what to get, and you do this and you do that. But sometimes we think it's not going fast enough. Sometimes we think, oh, Lord, that the, they are just not cooperating with me, or I don't have enough money, I don't have enough finances. Or we look at our own selves on the inside, and we feel that we are inadequate. And we begin to lose the hand of God slowly but surely. You may not know it at first, but you began, God's over here now, and you're over here, and you're still trying to put together the picture or the vision that he showed you, but now it's without him. And frustration is like an indicator. You're pegging the meter. Bing, bing, bing. When you feel frustration, it's an indicator that you're no longer, that God is no longer building with you. We got to go back and get aligned with him. All right, Lord, I need to get aligned with you again. When you feel frustration, that means that God has stepped back and letting you do it. All right, you're not hearing me. All right, you want to do it? Okay, okay, you go ahead. I'm not going to bother you. You go ahead. And so we're out there just trying to put things together. I don't know why this piece won't fit here. I don't know why this won't happen. I'm working as hard as I can. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. Oh, help me. Help me. I don't know why. It's not forming the picture that you said it, that you want to form. It's not forming what you've seen. And you're struggling and struggling until it gets to the point where you realize I'm frustrated. Why are you frustrated? God's not there. Why isn't he there? We decide to leave and do our thing. Frustration, yes, is a bad thing, but it is also a good thing because it will tell you when we are doing it on our own. It's an indicator. So when I feel frustrated, now that I've received this revelation and some time ago, when I've received, when I sense frustration, when I sense anger, because frustration does lead to, it can lead to anger. It can lead to harsh words. When you feel frustrated, stop. Back up. Lord, where did I leave you? you you're on step, what, five? I'm on step 23. How in the world did I get up to step 23? Let me undo 22, 21, 20, all the way down. Okay, Lord, you're on step five. Okay. That one? Okay. All right. That one? Okay. That one? Okay, yeah. That one, I don't know about that one, Lord, because, you know, we don't have the money for that one. That one, Lord, I don't have the credit. That one, how about that one? That's safer. That's less money. I can get that one. 
Okay, I'm going for that one. Don't go for that one. That one. But Lord, I just told you. I All right. Hey, I didn't know I had that money. Hey, what? You don't need to know about my credit? Praise God. Oh, thank you, Lord. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Now, what about that one? No, not that one. That one? That one? Okay. God shows you a picture of a castle. And we immediately assume that we're supposed to be the king or queen of that castle. That's my house. That's my house. Showed you how you think it's your house. But no, he let you have it. Hey, but you're not moving it. I'm not moving into it. It's not for me. No, it's not for you. It's not? But Lord, I need a house. I've got something else. Really? You just got to trust me. All right, Lord. I'll trust you. But we can get frustrated when we think, when we put our desires towards something else that is not for us. Frustration only comes in when you have a vision, something that you're trying to accomplish, something that you have seen, and you're trying to make that same thing come to pass by yourself, by works of flesh. God's not with you. It is bad because frustration causes stress. It causes anxiety. It causes anger. And you begin to fill yourself up with poison, fill yourself up with bad things. And all you can give out are bad things because frustration has caused it. But it can be good in that you realize if you are frustrated, realize, okay, somewhere I left God. Let me go back and get properly aligned with him. Somewhere I'm not aligned with him. Frustration is an indicator that you're no longer aligned with God. Now, you may not be frustrated in every area of your life. Some areas are just fine. You may be frustrated financially. You may be, my wife and I were talking that we wanted some repairs done on our home. And, and for so long, it, we, it was frustrating to us because before we could do this, we had to do that. Before we could do that, we have to do that. Before we can do that, we got to have this kind of money. Oh, Lord. But we saw every day, we saw the type of house we wanted to have. We saw the, saw the type of floor we wanted to have. We saw the type of uh, siding or uh, uh, the we wanted to have. We saw all these things that we wanted to have. We saw it, but we couldn't get it because we didn't have this, that, and the other. And we wanted to get it. We were pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and just couldn't make it happen. Then I had to figure, okay, wait, 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 wait. We're frustrated. Start getting at each other's throats. Hitting each other because we're frustrated. We want something to happen, but it just won't happen. Wait, wait. We got to let's step back. Let's step back. Somewhere we missed God. Somewhere we got on a, another step. We weren't supposed to be up there. Let's back up and find out where we missed God and align ourselves up with him. And once we began to do that, he began to tell us to sow a seed toward him. Sow a seed toward him. Sow a seed. In other words, give in the other direction. Now, I want to go in house remodeling, which will require money, but it tells me to put money in the other place, in church. Hmm, Lord, you put money in church, put money toward the kingdom of God, and but I need money over here in house remodeling. It seemed like he would say, put money over here and save up over here for it. See, that's the step that I want to go in, but he say, take the step over there. 
But when I took the step over here, he showed me, he showed me a shortcut that lead, that led me far past where I was trying to go. Are you with me? So we can beat our heads up against the wall every week, every moment of every day, or you can realize if you're frustrated, that's not where you're supposed to be. If you're frustrated, if you've lost peace, we've allowed something else to come in that's not, that was not meant to be there. If we've lost love, if we cannot love someone else, if we say, oh, I just can't stand him. Oh, I just can't stand her. Every time I see her coming around, I can't even stand to hear her voice, his voice. I can't stand them. Then you've allowed something else to come in because that's not your default position. You're supposed to be able to love everybody, especially those that persecute you. You say, I don't have joy. I haven't had joy in quite a while. I don't know where she is. No, she's right over there. No, not, not joy. I haven't had joy in my heart for a while. Okay, well then what have you allowed to come in? What are you looking at that steals your joy? What are you looking at? Looking at the bills, it'll steal your joy. Looking at how much you don't have, it'll steal your joy. Looking at the plan that you want to do, but you can't get things together. Looking at bad results, it'll steal your joy. Joy is your default position. Turn to them and tell them, you're supposed to be full of joy. Tell them, turn some else to them, you're supposed to be full of peace. Turn some else to them, you're supposed to be full of love. So if we don't have it, what do we do with it? If you find it difficult loving somebody, what do you do with the love? If you find it difficult mustering up enough joy to sing a song to the Lord, what do you do with it? If you find it difficult to, to stay calm, to be at peace, to be at rest, what happened to it? It's time to go back, step back, align yourself up with the Father. Because Jesus said it very clearly. In John, the 15th chapter, without me, you can do nothing. I pray you've heard the word of God today. Friends, I know you have been truly blessed by this presentation brought to you by the Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center Media Ministry. Remember, if you are looking for a church home, we would be glad to have you each Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center is located at 180 Helton Road in Bremen, Georgia. For more information, give us a call at 770-537-1933 or visit us on the web at www.kingdomrock.org.